listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. Excited for our new installment here. Yeah. So this week we're kind of doing, a, I don't know, I would call it like a young adult, pretty popular book called The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, written by Anne Brasheris. I hope I'm saying that right. And it was published in 2001 that follows the story of four young girls who are best friends who get a pair of jeans that all fit them perfectly, even though, you know, they're all built differently and kind of follows them through, you know, their summer and some adult just things that have happened to them and young adult things. So that's a little bit about the premise and uh, tell us about the movie. Yeah, the uh, movie came out in uh, 2005. It was uh, uh, directed by Ken Coapas uh, with a screenplay by Delia Efron and Elizabeth Chandler. And the role, the roles of the four girls are played by America Ferreira, Amber Tamblyn, Blake Lively, and Alexis Bledel. Was a critical and commercial success. Uh, was, you know, became a very popular uh, fil- uh, film and actually uh, launched a sequel, uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which came out in 2008. There is uh, reportedly a third film in development, uh, which is supposed to be a musical adaptation based on this. Oh, I didn't know that. I wonder how that would be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I liked I liked them both. I mean, I think the the movie. I think maybe a lot. I don't know. I feel like a lot of kids and young adults have read this book, and I think you know, I don't know. More people maybe have seen the movie, which is yeah. I think the movie's really really cute. You know, I I liked it. I liked the book, but you know, I think the movie is and it was really good. And I love the cast. You know, like Alex Bledel and Blake Lively. You know, uh, probably one of her first, maybe. Um, and America Ferrera. And Amber Tamlin, they were all so good in it. I really, I really liked them in it. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of budding young stars who've had a lot of success uh, since then. America Ferreira, she was on one of my all time favorite shows, Superstore, uh, which was, I'm a huge, huge fan of mm-hmm. uh, there. So I liked her there. Um, and I loved her in Ugly Betty. I used to watch Ugly Betty all the time. <laughs> I've never and, seen that. Oh, so this, that show was so good. Um, and she was in that after Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And I really, really liked her in that. She was really good. She was in a few things before the Sister of the Traveling Pants, but probably that was her biggest one. Yeah, her breakout role. Yeah, at that time. And I really, I, I just really like her. I think she's great. Yeah, so I really, I thought they brought the characters to life really well. Um, now, Alexis Bledel was already on Gilmore Girls when this came out. So she was definitely probably a little bit more known. Yeah, she was probably like the the biggest star per se. Yeah, I think she was because she was, uh, yeah, well into the Gilmore Girls when that came out. Yeah, they were really good. I thought it was was interesting, like the kind of interconnected stories there, how each girl has their own folk. Uh, focus. It kind of takes place over the course of one summer, and uh, three of them are going away for the summer. One is staying home, and just uh, follows just their trials and tribulations. Like, for example, Blake Lively's character, Bridget, she's an, a soccer player. She goes away to this uh, soccer camp and develops some feelings for one of the coaches. And uh, America Ferreira goes to visit her, her father. Uh, her character is Carmen, and her parents are divorced and her father's getting remarried and he kind of uh, springs it on her because she had you know no idea he was even dating anyone uh alexis Bledel goes to uh visit her family in greece 
All right. It's a guy, meets a guy there and it'll that, but there's some, <clears throat> excuse me, complications in their romance. And, uh, and Amber Tamblyn's, uh, Tibby is, uh, the one who stays home, but she develops this friendship with this, uh, young girl. Right. And she's like working on a documentary. Like she's like into film and everything. And she's working on that. But it's funny. I, so Amber Tamblyn was already pretty, pretty well known too in this movie because she was, I was a big General Hospital fan. Emily Quartermain on General Hospital for many years. The soap opera General Hospital. Have you ever had the pleasure? I have heard of it. um, But I wouldn't, um, I don't know, I wouldn't count being on a soap opera as having, um, being well known yet. Oh, I don't know. General Hospital is pretty, pretty popular. I don't know. Yeah. Blake Lively hadn't done much, but um, yeah, I think they, I mean, the adaptation was pretty close to the book. I think one of the main you know, some of the changes were that Lena, when she went to Greece, I think in the book, she has a sister with her, but she goes on her Correct. own. And then she, there's like a change in how she meets Costas. Like they switch that story up a little bit. You know, they, uh, the grandparents don't dislike him at first in the, in the book. They like him, but they think she, they did something to her because she comes back to shoveled and was kind of like annoyed with him. So they think he did something, you know, like uh, assaulted her or something. But in the movie, it's kind of opposite. The grandparents don't like them because of an old family feud. And so it's a little bit different there. Yeah. It's a, a little bit of a Romeo and Juliet situation there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that was one of the uh, the biggest, like, diversions. That's a word, I guess. Uh, especially with the the sister, because they're, you know, Effie was her name. And just was not, was not in the film at all. So I thought that was uh, pretty. Uh, but yeah, so I think the, the film did follow the book pretty closely to probably one of the better adaptations as far as following the standard that we've uh, done on here so yeah and i think the difference with um the other but one of the other characters is uh blake lively's character what is her name bridget bridget that that the guy at camp that she kind of goes after he comes to her hometown to talk to her after but really they just talk before she leaves the camp which i mean that I don't know. I guess if one thing, my criticism is that character, she made me really uncomfortable with like her overt nature of like pursuing this camp counselor. <laughs> and I, yeah. you know, I was like, oh my goodness. But I thought like that was like, you know, funny, but I was like, oh my gosh, she was, you know, that was good. And I think the other character, Carmen's character, she goes to the uh, wedding of her dad alone in the book, but she goes with her friends. The friends go in her movie, in the movie, which I also was a part that I found disbelievable in the movie is that those four girls who were 17 years old drove from Maryland to North Carolina by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought how I'm like, these girls are not driving to North Carolina alone. <laughs> yeah. And they did. And I'm like, I'm like mm, I don't know if I believe that one. Um, but, you know, that was a departure from the book. But other than that, like, I really thought it followed it pretty closely. Yes, yes. there, Yeah, like, probably, you know, all four storylines were fairly interesting, but I think probably that Carpenter's was the one that stood out the most to me, in, in my opinion. I just thought it was very interesting, the relationship with her, her father, and, you know, just how this new romance with him has just sprung on her, and contention with his uh, his uh, new new wife and the uh, father the father's played by bradley whitford and uh mm-hmm. nancy travis yes and i love those yeah. both those are very good i like those both actors actors yeah yeah they're very good you know yeah Brad- bradley whitford's self is always good so uh-huh. the story i liked the most 
was Tibby's because I, I love the little girl in it that she met who kind of like changed her life a little bit and added to the little girl who ultimately is sick, but doesn't want Tibby to know and ends up passing away. Like, I like that story because it's just like Tibby's not done anything exciting all summer in her opinion, making this documentary, but she gets to meet and understand the people that she works with in her everyday setting a little bit differently by like having a little girl who comes into her life who wants to help her and changes it for the better. I just, I liked her story because I thought it was like, okay, like you can find something in your hometown and do something interesting and see things in a different way. And I just, I just really liked her story, like the little girl and how she, you know, she was always a little bit the bitter one, but then at the end she had like an emotional side and was, you know, really good. I just, I liked her story. I like Amber Tamblin, but I really, I liked her story. Probably that was one of my favorite parts of it. Yeah, exactly. I I did also, you know, really enjoyed that one and uh, definitely the saddest of the four, especially uh, towards the end. Uh, And I'd say like the other ones, you know, Lena's and Bridget's uh, story, the stories where I dislike them. But those those two were the ones that just stood out the most uh, to me. Uh, but there was a nice balance uh, between them. Like it seemed like everyone got their fair shot, mm-hmm. and no no actress like stood out from the other the others. Because usually sometimes with ensemble films like this, and there's gonna be a storyline or two that takes prominence. And I I didn't feel like any any took any one storyline took prominence over over. Over the others like they all got their their fair shake yeah and what i like about this movie and book is that i think it shows a good role model of female friendships especially around the 16 17 year old age where there's so much i don't know cattiness and you know those struggles are hard right but they showed them fighting like they had arguments and disagreed about things and you know, I, I think it's also there was a time when there wasn't social media and they were, you know, there was maybe some of it. It was like 2005, but it wasn't a central focus of the movie. Like they didn't update the movie to include any type of social media or really phones. They were writing each other letters. But, you know, at the in one of the scenes, you know, um, Lena kind of gets angry with Carmen and vice versa about Carmen's dad. And, you know, they have an argument, but like they make up in a way that's, you know, okay, it's okay. We fight and we disagree, but we're still friends. Like I thought it modeled uh, like female friendship in high school, you know, very well. And they're supportive of each other. Like, you know, and again, it's a book, it's a movie, it's a fantasy world, you know, for the last, but I liked that they did that, that they didn't say, okay, I'm going to have an argument with so-and-so and then three people are going to gang up against the one, you know, and like try to ostracize them, which I think is kind of the opposite of Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> which we've done, True. Um, right? And that's what I like the most, I think, about this book and the movie is that it shows that, you know, they don't always agree with each other and like what each other's done. And that's okay. You know, they're still friends. So I I liked that. You remember, I was in high school when this uh, film came out and I remember it being very popular. And, you know, the, the girls at my school, you know, would talk about it all, all the time, all the time. And yes, uh, I can't, you know, I can't relate. I wasn't a, a teenage girl of that, but I just as like observing, I think it was, you know, to, uh, done fairly realistic there. Yeah, I did too. I, I liked it. And I liked that all the girls had like different family dynamic, you know, like Bridget's mother had, had committed suicide and that was very sad. And, you know, Lena seemed to have two parents who were still together and one's parents were divorced and um, another's were 
I don't really know what the situation was, but she had like younger siblings. And, you know, I, I liked that it was kind of a representative of like different family unit. Yeah. What they, they said in both the book and the film that they had became friends because their mothers were all pregnant at the same yeah. time and, and like the birthing class together or something. So I thought that was uh, really pretty interesting. There's one thing I noticed in reading the book, there was one thing in the book that bothered me and it's not about anything to do with the content, but I don't know because I downloaded this book on my Kindle and it was really a strange setup that they would jump from one story to another with like nothing in between, like on the same page. Mm. Not like a heading or anything on it, anything on it. Say so like he'd just, you know, be reading about Lena and then, you know, the next thing the next thing is like, oh, Carmen goes to her room to, and opens up a book. And that uh, is oh, one oh, of the criticisms oh, of this book, that it is hard to follow. Yeah. You know, it's interesting why they didn't make the ch- why the author didn't make the choice to change the point of view by chapter, right? Yeah. Instead of like in the middle of the chapter with either like a page break, but that, you know, you are jumping around. And it is one of the criticisms of the book that it's a little bit harder to follow. And the movie is clearly easier to follow because yeah. you're watching and seeing the characters talk and the point of view shift. But th- that is one of the criticisms of the book. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like that was kind of difficult for me. Yeah. I don't think you're alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't think you're alone. But yeah, Any, I'll, Anything I'll, else I'll you wanted on. to cover? No, a lot of the scenery and stuff, like one thing, like with Lena's story in Greece, I thought like everything was, you know, beautifully shot there. And like Greece is just such unbelievably like beautiful country. And it, it's funny. Oh, speaking of that, the, uh, the guy in it, the Costas. As the actor's name uh, was Michael Rady, I believe. And I, when I was watching it, I was like, he looks so familiar. So I had to like go pull up the Wikipedia and I realized that he, like nowadays, is stars in several Hallmark Christmas movies. So, but he looked, you know, obviously looked very, you know, changed. He's probably in his 40s now and he was probably like 20, you know, 20 something when this film was being made. So, and the, the boy who played the, soccer coach also seemed very familiar to me and i'm trying to remember what his name was yeah i think it's um, a mike vogel okay he was very familiar and i couldn't figure out why what i have seen him in and i can't figure it out i don't think i've seen him oh he was in the help but i don't know he was johnny in the help i'm trying to remember he just looked really familiar and i couldn't figure out where it was and the and the the uh Bridget's father in the movie, her dad in the movie, is her actual father in real life. Oh, very cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Franz Breland is played by Ernie Lively, who is Blake Lively's father. Yeah. When I was looking this up, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. Great. Well, I think we've covered it all with this one. I really like this one. I think this is a good movie a book for, you know, young adults and high schoolers to see. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Nice, simple, easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, until next time, listener, keep reading. And keep watching. <laughs>